0: Hockey is back. The Sabres on the ice for training camp. We will preview the Sabres training camp and preseason as we inch closer to hockey season. We've got new numbers. We've got a contract extension. We've got three things to watch for in Sabres camp. And we will keep rolling on our Sabres, money, and power list, the next three on our list coming up here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your locked on Sabers, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Joe DiBiase. Joining you today on a Thursday, and it is great to be back because the Sabres are on the ice for training camp. We have hockey to talk about as the preseason is only 48 hours away. Scratch that 72 hours away. Just did the math wrong in my head. The Sabres will be on the ice for their preseason opener against the Philadelphia Flyers on Sunday at 2 o'clock. Yes, that is during the Bills game. No, I do not expect many of you Bills and Sabre fans to watch that game. But it uh, might be something to uh, store on the DVR, watch a little bit later. I don't even think it's on TV, so actually you'd have to watch it on the uh, online a little bit later on. I know that's what I'll be doing, but I'll be very plugged into this preseason as there are a couple of very interesting things to look forward to in Sabers camp and the preseason. Today on the show, three things to watch for at Sabres Training Camp, the next three names on our Sabres Money and Power list, and some news from both Sabres GM Kevin Adams, uh, as well as a couple other things about the team, including New Jersey numbers that we have to look forward to. At Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on social media, on the Twitters, and at Lockdown Sabres to follow us on Twitter as a, a podcast account. So, the news of the day in the last 24 to 48 hours is that Kevin Adams Sabres general manager has a contract extension. This doesn't really change anything for me because I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know he was entering the final year of his deal. In fact, we don't actually technically know if he is in, was going into the final year of his contract, but nonetheless he gets an extension. I am guessing that is what happened by the way, that he was just going into a lame duck year. They didn't want to worry about it. Get it out of the way. Give him the extension multi-year three years four years whatever it ended up being and uh just kind of eliminate a potential distraction especially when if for some reason the Sabres wanted to fire Kevin Adams after the 2022-23 season no contract extension is going to prohibit them from doing so in fact Jason Bottrell and Tim Murray had recently signed contract extensions with the Sabres before they were fired by Terry and Kim Pagula so An extension for Adams, I don't think it's an indictment on the success he's had. I mean, it might be in a way, but we don't know yet if this is going to work. There's a lot of young talent the Sabres have built up, draft picks, prospects, young guys on the NHL roster, but it's yet to come to fruition on the ice in terms of success. They have yet to prove they're a better team than they were under Jason Bottrell, under Tim Murray at the end of Darcy Regeer. And until that happens, I am not going to declare any GM safe or solidified in his position. I don't think it would come to fruition where the Sabres would fire Kevin Adams after this season unless they take a massive step back and find themselves in the 60 to 70 point range. But I think there could be a GM on a hot seat After this year, if they don't progress, if they they stay stagnant, if they plateau and they have 75 points, and again, they are not playing meaningful games into February, let alone March and April, if they are 25 points out of a playoff spot at the end of the year, like they were this past season, then I don't think they fire Adams, but I don't think, I think the pressure will get turned up to 11 on him if that happens. And what will be a success maybe a season in the 80s but we'll talk more about that as we uh, preview the regular season today more about camp and the preseason so new jersey numbers to tell you about as sabers players are on the ice reporting to camp a number change for sabers forward anders bjork he goes from number 96 to number 15 formerly worn by a mr jack eichel who've been between a mr riley shan riley shan by the way remember He's back after a year in Seattle. He's back wearing the number eight because Bjork is wearing number 15. Also returning after a multi-year hiatus in the KHL, Lawrence Pilot is switching from number 24, which now is owned by Dylan Cousins, to the number 20. So Lawrence Pilot will be skating around wearing number 20. New Sabres goaltender Eric Comrie will be wearing number 31. And new Sabres defenseman Ilya Labushkin, who I am not going to lie, I forgot existed until yesterday. One of the big acquisitions by the Sabres this offseason, he will be wearing number 46. So some new numbers for some new Sabres. Nick Clegg, by the way, maybe if you are wondering about him, I don't think he's going to be on the NHL team. If he does make the Sabres, somehow he'll be wearing number 38. But I don't think he will end up making it. When we return three things to watch for at Sabres camp and into the preseason. And also the next three names on our Sabres money and power list, the 30 most important individuals in the success of the Buffalo Sabres. That is coming up here on the lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your football betting information this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. You can find prop bets there. I'm constantly tracking award winners in the NFL. Josh Allen being the MVP frontrunner. Comeback player of the year odds. I believe last I checked, Saquon Barkley was the favorite. Division odds. Why aren't the Jaguars the favorite to win the AFC South? They're the only team that's really impressed through two weeks. You can find out at betonline.net who the favorite is and why the favorite is who they are. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, Boxing, Golf, and yes, hockey. Over-unders are set for every team in the league, including the Sabres. We will preview more of that on a, a full betting preview of the season coming up in uh, the next couple of shows but the sabers are at 77 and a half at betonline. betonline.net the easiest way to find all your sports betting information use your mobile device to learn more or head over to betonline.net betonline where the game starts. Jody Biase here on the Locked On Sabers podcast. The Sabers on Thursday hit the ice for their first practice of training camp and really sneaks up on you. If you're a big football fan, There's a long buildup to football, right? There's OTAs, there's mini camp, the draft and free agency has skipped over that. Then you've got a month long training camp. Then you've got four preseason games, excuse me, three preseason games. It's months and months and months of buildup to football. Hockey, it's just boom, camp, boom, preseason, boom, season. All like that in the matter of weeks. And the Sabres will play their first preseason game only three days after taking to the ice at training camp. I believe they're practicing at Harbor Center. I'll double check on that. Actually, excuse me. They have been practicing at the arena. So three things to watch for in training camp. Number one, who will be named captain? Kevin Adams confirming to the media on Thursday afternoon that the Sabres will indeed have a captain. I believe Don Granado had spoke about that earlier in the offseason, so we assumed this was happening. We thought this was going to happen. Adams confirming that it's going to happen today. Now, I don't know timeline on that. We might get it at the opener. We might get it tomorrow. We could get it in the preseason, but they will have a captain, and I believe very strongly that Kyle Oposo. Is going to be named the captain. If I were setting betting lines on who's going to be the Sabres captain, I would go minus five hundred for it being Kyle Okposo. I think he will be the captain. He is called Dad by his teammates. The guy named Dad is going to be the captain, and he's been the de facto captain, maybe even back into when Jack Eichel was wearing the C. One year left on his deal. The only thing I wonder is, would they not Give Poso the captaincy because they foresee an Alex Tuck getting the captaincy. And if they want to give Poso another contract after this year, which is the final year of his deal, would they not want to give it to him because they don't want to strip him of it and give it to Alex Tuck? That's the only thing I wonder. If they think Tuck is the captain next year, would they just give it to him now because they don't want to strip Poso? if he's still going to remain on the team. And I think he might be earning his way into a no a second contract with the Buffalo Sabres. So that's the only thing I wonder a little bit about Poso, but I still do ultimately believe he will get the C. But if I were creating odds, I'd have Poso 500. I think I'd have Alex Tuck second. It would be a distant second, maybe a plus 400, a plus 500, 600. But I do believe he would be second and I don't think anybody else is in consideration. Dylan Cousins, too young. Rasmus Dahlin, way too young, and I don't think he'll ever be captain anyway. I think it's going to be a Poso with a small chance of it being Alex Tuck and a, a very rare uh, outcome of it being the field. Anybody else on this team. So who will be the captain is the number one thing to watch for at Sabres training camp. The second thing to watch for at training camp. Will Jack Quinn and J.J. Paterka indeed make the roster? I do believe at least one will make the roster, and I do think it will be Jack Quinn if I were betting. But it could it be two? There might have to be a healthy scratch for a guy like Vinny Hino-Stroza. There might have to be an injury along the way. Maybe they waive somebody. There is an uphill battle for both guys to make the team. I think it's likely one will, uphill battle, For both, I think Quinn is more likely than Paterka, but remember, out of camp last year, it was being said, Paterka earned a spot in practice and in the preseason, but the Sabres didn't put him on the team because they knew he wouldn't be there all year anyway. They just stuck him in Rochester. If he, for a second year in a row, wins a job out of camp and you don't give him a spot, what does that say to the kid? Because any thought of, oh, you got to show up and earn it, light it on fire. Because you will be saying to that kid, hey, kid, you've earned it twice and we're still not giving it to you. And that is not how you should be operating an organization. So I'll be monitoring that very closely with Paterka. He is the most interesting individual to me in all of training camp. But that, again, is with me having the notion that Quinn will be on the roster. So Quinn and Paterka making the team. Number two and three things to watch for at Sabres training camp. And number three, who will play center? There are a lot of centermen, a lot of guys that have played center on this team, including Tage Thompson. That's one Dylan cousins, two Peyton Krebs, three Casey Middlestat. four Zemgus, Girgensons. five Rasmus Asplund, six, who is going to play center. Two of those players will be on the wing. I think it's more likely than not that Asplund or Girgensons, probably Asplund will end up playing on the wing and I think Middlestat is probably going to end up playing on the wing as well. He has spoken about his comfortability playing on the wings, so he's fine moving to that side. And I think they want to keep Cousins at center, even though he played wing at the World Championships. I think they want to keep looking at Krebs at center, and not give up on that just yet. And obviously, I think Tage Thompson will remain a center for the length of his Sabres career. So Asplund, Gergensen's they also fit more in a checking role. You can't go Cousins- Thompson, Krebs, Middlestat, four skilled lines. What's your shutdown line? I think they probably want Gergensen or Asplund to be a part of their shutdown line, which means one of the two has to play center. Gergensen has not done it in a while. He's done it a little sparingly over the past couple of years. By the way, they do also have Riley Shan. That's a seventh guy. I don't think he'll make the team, but I didn't think he'd make the team. Was it two years ago now? Two years ago for the COVID year, and he did make the team. So uh, outside chance, maybe the Riley Shan becomes their fourth-line center in a a checking role and a face-off specialist role. But, man, I hope that does not happen because outside of being a face-off specialist, that guy is not helping this team take a step forward at all. So who plays center? Tage, Cousins, Krebs, Middlestack, Gergensons, and Asplund. When we come back, the next three names on our Sabres, Money and Powerless, the most important individuals in the Buffalo Sabres organization, 13 through 15. When we come back here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Welcome back. Locked on Sabres. Joe DiBiase here on a Thursday, the Thursday that the Sabres open their 2022-23 training camp. We continue on with our Sabres money and power list as we break down the 13 most important and impactful individuals in the Buffalo Sabres organization. And I guess outside the organization, too. I did have an agent in there at one point point. and starting at number 15 today, as we continue on our list, Kyle Ocposo. Mentioned earlier in the show, I do believe he's going to be named captain. He is the leader in that locker room. He is a good player. 20 goals for the first time in his Sabres career last season. Ties his career high for the Sabres with 45 points. If you told me Oposo would get 20 goals and 45 points in year six of that contract, you probably would have called that contract a success. He has taken over the locker room. He has become a leader in that organization and I think he is super impactful in the growth of the young players on that team. And also, avoiding another deadweight contract this year, I think, will be important. Can Aposo contribute? Because last year, he was relied upon to contribute on the power play and at 5-on-5 five five and to play a shutdown role. They asked him to do a lot of things, and he showed up. Can he continue to show up on the ice? That will be a major part of their season if Aposo can be, again, a 40-plus point guy playing third-line minutes. So Okposo comes in at number 15 on our Sabres money and powerless. Number 14, Jason Carmanos, associate general manager of the Buffalo Sabres, comes in at number 14, kind of the uh, architect of building a analytics department that is impactful in the Sabres organization, maybe the first man to birth the analytics department revolution in the sabers organization they have other guys that i think are doing more of the work on that front but carmanos who built the analytics department for the pittsburgh penguins hired by kevin adams to do the same also the gm of the rochester americans so that has its own role but i think carmanos comes in at number 14 because he really started the the change into a more data driven way of doing things with the Buffalo Sabres. So Jason Carmanos, associate general manager, comes in as the 14th most important individual for the Buffalo Sabres. And number 13 on our list, Dylan Cousins. Dylan Cousins, kind of an interesting spot on the team. He's not relied upon as much for offense. He's not being asked to become an 80, 90 point guy, but I think a lot are asking him to become that number two center and i think matthew savoy tage thompson guys like that will be more relied upon to be the star offensive centerman but cousins the defensive centerman that can put the puck in the back of the net and i wonder if fans are hoping he becomes a selkie type of player i i mean that's a high bar to ask when you think about patrice bergerons and mark stones and players like that but i think He's being viewed as a guy that should be a reliable two-way player that can play power play, play penalty kill, could be on the ice both when you're down one at the end of a game and up one at the end of a game. So Dylan Cousins in a very specific type of role as the Drury, if you will, to the next Sabres uh, roster build here. At also being a top 10 pick, and you can't be missing on picks like that. And I know that was the previous GM Um But you can't be missing on picks like that. And I think the Sabres really need Dylan Cousins to show up. And uh, by the way, not the previous GM. That was Kevin Adams. So anyways, um, big, big role for Cousins, I think, going forward. And um, he kind of needs to take a step forward offensively. 38 points in 79 games last season. That was a step forward from the year prior. I think if we could get him into the 50-point territory in 22-23, that will really help the Sabres take a big step forward. So Dylan Cousins at number 13, Jason is at number 14, and Kyle Poso at number 15. We have a betting preview to come. We have more coverage of Sabres training camp and the Sabres preseason coming your way here on the Locked on Sabres podcast as we will uh, continue to roll into the regular season and, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get fired up. We'll have a lot more shows planned coming up in the next couple of days and the next week uh, as we will have a lot more action to talk about here with the Buffalo Sabres. So thanks everybody for listening at Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter at Locked on Sabres to follow us on uh, our podcast Twitter account. And thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now going to make your second listen Locked on NHL. Locked on experts giving you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked on NHL, your daily 30-minute podcast. Talk to you next time on here on Locked on Sabres.